Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, September 4th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Italy is one step closer to forming a new government. Walmart is introducing new restrictions on ammunition sales that will more than half its share of the market. And the U.S. manufacturing sector contracts for the first time in three years. But first, the FT's George Parker explains what happened in the U.K. Parliament yesterday and what it means for Brexit. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. MPs were trying to use a parliamentary device to stop Boris Johnson taking Britain out of the European Union without a deal. A number of Conservative MPs and all the opposition parties think that would be a reckless thing to do, damaging for the economy. Boris Johnson thinks the threat of a no-deal Brexit is one of the things that he needs in his negotiating armoury to put pressure on the EU to strike a deal. So this all came to a head at the House of Commons. MPs moved a motion, and it's an unusual device, to take control of the order paper to allow them to pass emergency legislation to stop a no-deal Brexit. So the vote last night was about the MPs trying to take control of the order paper. Boris Johnson lost this crucial vote by a margin of 27. That was a bigger defeat than many people expected. 21 Conservative MPs defied all the bullying and threats to vote against him. And that means that today MPs are going to vote to put into law this emergency legislation, which basically would require Boris Johnson to go back to the EU and ask for a delay to Brexit if he's unable to secure a deal. In other words, to block a no-deal exit. Now, Boris Johnson says that's so unacceptable to him, he will have no choice other than to call a snap general election. He's drafted the legislation to call for a general election, and things could move very quickly in that direction over the next few days. So what does this mean for the opposition? Are they inclined to vote for a snap election? Well, it's a very good question. Now, normally opposition parties would leap at the opportunity to have an election, to put their case to the public and see the back of a government. But all the opposition party leaders said was they'll only support the motion on an early general election if MPs have first put onto the statute book this lock that will stop a future prime minister, maybe Boris Johnson, from going for a no-deal Brexit. That lays down a real challenge to Boris Johnson because he needs two-thirds of MPs to vote for a motion to trigger an early election. And he's trapped, really, in Downing Street because until MPs actually approve a general election, he's stuck there and could face the possibility that by the end of the week, MPs will have passed a law that will tie his hands on Brexit negotiations. So he's gone from a position just a couple of days ago where he looked relatively strong. He's lost a really big vote. He's lost 21 MPs, including some of the most respected figures in his party from the parliamentary party. His Brexit policy is lying in in tatters, and he was calling for an election which he may not even be able to call. George, what can we expect to happen next? Well, it's going to be a dramatic few days here, and Boris Johnson really now is facing a complete standoff with Parliament. My expectation is that MPs will press ahead and convincingly vote for this legislation to stop a no-deal exit. The bill will then go into the upper house, the House of Lords. I expect it to go through over the next couple of days and then potentially become law by the end of the week. Now, Boris Johnson doesn't want that to happen. He is calling for this general election. But I think in the end, he may have to accept the conditions of the opposition parties and accept that they will legislate against a no-deal exit before they're prepared to countenance an election. Now, at some point, we are going to have an election. Brexit, the thing that's convulsed British politics for the last 
three years is going to be thrown back at the British people in the form of an election just in a few weeks' time, pencilled in for the middle of October. And we could see a new Prime Minister, we could see a new Brexit strategy. Everything will be back up in the air and the Brexit saga will enter yet another tortuous and difficult instalment. And here are the rest of today's headlines. With a new coalition in sight, Italy is on track for a new government, one that doesn't include the leadership of the far right's Matteo Salvini. On Tuesday, Italy's five-star movement voted in favor of a coalition with the center-left Democratic Party. An online vote with anti-establishment five-star activists showed that 79% were in favor of the coalition. This essentially closes the door on league leader Matteo Salvini, who called the snap election in an attempt to win power. Five Star was in a coalition with Mr. Salvini's anti-immigration party before that coalition collapsed. Italy's Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte is expected to meet with President Sergio Mattarelli in Rome today. He'll ask to form a government with the Five Star and Democratic parties. After a mass shooting at one of its stores last month, Walmart is putting out new restrictions on ammunition sales. Yesterday, the retailer said it would stop the sales of ammunition that can be used in handguns and military-style weapons. It will also stop selling handguns in Alaska's Walmarts entirely, the last state where the company sold them. Plus, Walmart will ask that customers stop openly carrying firearms into its stores in the states where the law allows it. These new restrictions come after a shooter killed 22 people with an assault-style rifle at a Texas Walmart in August. Chief Executive Doug McMillan estimates that the new restrictions would cut the company's market share of ammunition by more than half, from about 20 percent to between 6 and 9 percent. Investors and employees have been pressuring Walmart to reconsider its gun policies. Smaller rivals, such as Dick's Sporting Goods, tighten their gun sales in response to other mass shootings in the U.S. And the U.S.-China trade war, along with fears about slowing domestic growth, are having a real impact on U.S. manufacturing. On Tuesday, we learned that the Institute for Supply Management's index fell by several percentage points to 49.1 last month. This was the first time since August 2016 that the index fell below 50 which means the first contraction for the sector in three years. Economists told the FT that the U.S.-China trade war and slowing manufacturing growth were among the main drivers of the contraction. U.S. equities closed down on Tuesday after the data was released. The U.S. isn't the only one seeing their numbers dip. We reported yesterday that Germany's export-dependent manufacturers saw a big dip in exports to Britain in the three months to June, thanks to Brexit as well as global trade tensions. And yet, China's manufacturing sector is actually thriving. Even as a new round of U.S. tariffs hit Chinese goods this week, data showed that the country's manufacturing sector went from contraction in July to expansion in August. This is largely thanks to a round of stimulus measures by the Chinese government meant to offset the effects of the trade war. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following Anthony Lewandowski, the ex-Uber engineer, as he appears in court. U.S. prosecutors have charged Mr. Lewandowski with 33 counts of theft and attempted theft of trade secrets from his former employer, Google. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. 
Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.